What's at stake in the in 2022? As an Australian, I really cannot say much about the US's midterm elections. But I can tell you what it could affect. It could affect how the way democracy functions on the on a global scale, the direction which the West and its allies will take for the next few years, and also Will it mean the end of our planet due to climate change inaction? And a new stage of voter suppression, which will be promoted by the US and other countries. I'm Kyle Villano, the host of Kyle's Bizarre News Updates, and I will be answering or trying to answer some of these questions for you. Okay, so a little, little bit of context. In the 2020 election, the Democratic Party lost lost a few seats in the house but managed to regain its majority by winning 222 seats only four above the required 218 from a majority and the republican party who no one was expecting to gain seats actually gained a fuck ton of seats they won from 198 from the last election to 212 and it's and this can be explained by just one person but this could have been changed by one person can you guess who this person was tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock thank you stupid motherfuckers yeah it's bernie sanders no no i'm actually kidding it's actually donald trump who was on the ballot at the time you see in the 2018 midterms the minute Trump wasn't on the ballot, the minute the MAGA zealots thought it was a good idea to stay home and think everyone else was like them and they would vote for the Republicans. But guess what? After only two years under Trump, the Americans were sick of it. They decided, oh, let's get rid of all these Republican cronies who help promote stupid border walls, stupid immigration bans, stupid climate policies. Most importantly, stupid morals about democracy. And in that election, Republicans went down from a very safe number of 241 seats in the House to a very measly 198 seats, which which is very similar to the amount of seats the Democrats had before the election, which was 194 seats. But... It was kind of a hit and miss for democracy while the Democrats regained the House and started desperately trying to implement the well-needed reforms for, for border security, marijuana laws, and also immigration. The setup was a bad time because people in geo, senators in GOP country that were Democratic, like, what's his name? Bill Nelson of Florida. He lost to a magazella by the name of Rick Scott by only 0.1% of the vote. And that led to the Republicans gaining one seat from the 2016 election. So down from 48 to 47 seats, which is unfortunate for everyone, including me. And yeah, there was a fat turd in the White House who would not compromise in anything. No matter how much you try, he's just going to stay there and say, Oh. So, the Democrats decided thought it was a good idea to let the Mexicans into our country and bring all the drugs and all the cartels and all the sex slaves to fuck up our country.
Also, I'm going a bit off topic. No, I was off topic, but now even more context. So in 2020, while Biden won, he won with a majority that Trump thought was so slim. Like, seriously, uh, I could easily, I won the election, not counting fake ballots. Seriously. That's a bullshit lie, man. Seriously. Joe Biden won the election fair square, and then Trump and his, his Republican magazelots thought it was a good idea to undermine the election. Which, seriously, as, as you know, there was a riot in the U.S. fucking capital, the centerpiece of world democracy, and over a hundred Republicans tried to overturn the elections of a free and fair election. Seriously. They tried to turn America into an authoritarian state. And seriously, if that happened, there would have been global ramifications, even in Australia, where I would, I'm worried that if that happened, there would have been a, a very one-nation uprising, and then that means Australia would become a white nation, back to our colonial past, which is disgusting. And then people like me would be ostracized by the government as the child of immigrants. Yes, I've done my rant now. Let me get back on topic. So, how easy is it for Republicans to take over the Senate and the House in 2022? If you ask people, it's a mixed bag. But me personally, I think Republicans, they have a good chance at flipping the House. But in the Senate, it would be a lot more tougher for them. But either way, if one chamber flips to the Republicans, it's bad news for for democracy-loving people like me myself. So... It would be the easiest for Republicans to flip the House, mostly due to unfair methods that are known as gerrymandering, where political parties draw the boundaries of the House in order to favour their candidates, which happens every 10 years. So it it's happening right now, this year, and Republicans control a lot of the state legislators, especially the ones getting seats such as in Texas and Florida, specifically those two states, and also North Carolina. So Republicans can easily draw the boundaries to secure at least four seats to gain the advantage, but, and also in other states across the country, they can easily eliminate Democratic seats, such as in Iowa, where there's only one seat left, and Republicans hold complete control so they can easily carve up the district into four Republican seats, zero Democratic representation. And unfortunately, this process is 100% legal in the country. And, and this is a promotion of anti-democratic techniques, which can be used to justify fake, justify actions such, such as Trump last, last summer, no, last summer in my time, but in America, last winter. So, so they can say, oh, we lost the election fraudulently because the Democrats somehow picked up seats in, in places where we are strong. So it must be fraud. Seriously, the will of the people is fraud. So seriously, breaking the will of the people is fraud itself, man. So gerrymandering is, is election fraud. 
voter suppression is fraud. And you know what else is fraud? Trying to overturn the elections. Free and fair elections. I do sound like a rambling madman, don't I? I know. You know. We all know. But it's better to have a rambling person warning you about the consequences of gerrymandering and the 2022 elections instead of having dear old Donald fucking Trump tell you the consequences, which most of them are lies, such as, oh, if the Democrats take over the country, there will be communism across the land. There's no such thing as American communism in the Democratic Party. As much as I would like for the Democratic Party to be more left-leaning, such as embracing Medicare for All and the Green New Deal, the fact is we cannot sway the establishment of the Democratic Party. So there's no chance of communism coming coming into America due to the midterms. So that's a fucking lie. But you know what isn't a lie? If, if, if only if, Republicans win both the Senate and the House, they will use all their power to suppress every single state's voting voting rights, such as suppressing the, the amount of postal boxes allowed in city, which most most are dominated by minorities, such as such as already in Georgia, like they're getting rid of ballot boxes in Fulton County. Mixing in Native American territory with more white and rural areas, such as in Arizona, which is currently has a Democratic representative, but due to gerrymandering, this could easily be mixed in with white white Republicans to make this district Republican. Putting in bullshit laws, such as what Texas is trying to do, such as trying to arrest fucking Democrats over opposition to the voting restrictions, which would eliminate drive-through voting and heavily restrict mail-in balloting which was crucial last last election to ensure that every single citizen had the right to vote and finally they will make it easier for their party to overturn the election if a democrat wins such as in 2024 if trump somehow runs again but loses to biden and the Republicans had Congress for two years, he would have a much easier time overturning the results of the election, such as only requiring at least 50 votes to overturn and having veto, giving Congress veto power over the election, such as only allow, such as eliminating the filibuster and such discussions so Democrats wouldn't have an opportunity to resist. And you know. And if they somehow, and if they somehow fail to do this with their power, they will just, you know, turn democracy into a republican state, suppress every single Democrat's rights to vote, the rights of minorities and immigrants, and also alienating people, undocumented immigrants even more than they need to be. Like, I don't think Im illegal immigrants should be alienated. They need to be treated equally, but if the Republicans take over the House in 2022, who knows what will happen to them? Like, I'm worried for them. Like, seriously. The Republican-dominated Congress will allow 
Homeland Security to, to just drag them off the street for minor crimes and toss them back to Mexico or whatever country they fled due to due to their safety concerns, really. And looking at very current events such as the fall of Afghanistan, the Republicans might use their power to stop refugees from coming in when it was a Republican who decided to start the war in Afghanistan in the first place. And it was also the last Republican who decided to think to mess up the withdrawal process. It wasn't Biden's fault. It was it was because of Republican presidents that we started the war in the first place and that the war ended so badly as it was. Seriously, I, I could ramble about all this bullshit, but seriously, if it could also have negative international consequences such as the climate like most republicans in congress are strict are high, heavily opposed to any climate bill such as the green new deal or, or any common sense com carbon tax so if they get power they will stop any any plan that would save the planet such as a, a cap such as taxing carbon output which used to happen in Australia, but then we had a, a conservative prime minister scrap that bill. And then look at us, we've gone downhill with our climate emissions, like, terribly. And, and they will use their power to give, to pretty much nullify the EPA from stopping climate abuses, such as the mining industry, the oil drilling industry, and also deforestation, industries that rely on deforesting the hell out of out of places worldwide and because the US would be doing this other countries would pick up on it and say oh it's a great idea to do this stuff just because America is doing it so I might as well fuck the climate up in my country such that's already started to happen such as in Brazil where a Trump like Trump like president deforests the hell out of Brazil starting in 2019 and also in Australia where our current Prime Minister Scott Morrison thought it was a good idea to let the coal miners go wild and the consequence of that action is when we had a bushfire one or two years ago he didn't stand up to protect Australians instead he fled to Hawaii and it was such an embarrassment to see our Prime Minister not standing up to protect our country from a threat he was a part of Sure, I could be going on and on about the climate, but it's literally the earth we're worried about. So, we're a mess, aren't we? Enjoy listening to my rambles next time. Anyways, goodbye. I'll make a better episode right now. This was all improv. This was my first time. I'll try again next time. I might redo this episode, but see you. <laughs>